we're back again. Two shows, one week. If we're not bi-weekly, we're bisexual. Another episode of the Beerly Hoops podcast here yeah. at the Beerly Sports Network. Oh, yeah. It's Trev Scott, George Shiesty. We're here twice in a week. Week. It's like I Whoa. just... Uh, like I just got done talking to you and I'm here again. How's it going, bro? It hasn't been a week. It's been like three days. I like that energy turn on. Like we were kind of just chilling in here. Then you popped off. You know, it's a good time to be alive. Face on. For the a good fans, time to be shysty. Only verified member of Beerly Sports. You're looking at him. Well, respect Jake. Respect Alec. Bi- I mean, we're bi-weekly now. So, um, you know, the points. We only got two points for you guys tonight. But... What we have is our top 10 power rankings, which we're going to keep updating every two weeks. So the second show, two weeks from now, we'll have another updated power rankings. But before we get into our points, before we get into our power rankings, just want to make sure you guys have followed us on Twitter, at Beerly Hoops, at Beerly Sports. we got all our other sports and podcasts up there in the bio, whether you're an NHL hockey fan, an MLB baseball fan, an NFL football fan. But really, the best fan to be is a Beerly Sports fan and a Beerly Hoops fan. So NBA fans, this is going to be a great episode. Glad to kick it off. Dort, you got anything you want to plug before we jump into this Hoops? Nothing, man. Life is good. I'm chilling, kicking my feet up, man. You know the YouTube Dort Shiesty. But it's all Beerly, man. That's the priority. Right. And um, our last episode was a lot of fun. You know, it, it hung over almost an hour more than we wanted it to. But we got a lot of good discourse in there, a lot of good NBA talk. So it's really not even outdated either. So if you uh, if you did check out that episode, go back one, check that one out. Let us know what you think. And if you did listen to that episode, we appreciate you coming on this one and listening to this one as well. Let's get into it. We got I got two points. How many points do you have? I got two points as well. I'll oh, start with the two points all because right, all right. Let's get it. I, I run the show. Um, Debatable. And my first point, and we'll talk about it a little later too when we get to our power rankings, but Jazz are an elite team in the NBA right now. You know? Right. They, you know what? Tell me, tell me that definition of elite. I'm saying a top four, top five team in basketball. You know it feels racist to say this, but bro, they are firing on all cylinders. Like I'm, try- me, I'm trying to hate on this team, bro. I'm trying my best to hate on this team. I feel like it was a reverse Dort curse talking about Laurie Market and so early. Like after two games, I crowned him the weak freak. You know? Right. And Jordan Clarkson, and we, pure Hooper. Pure Hooper. Pure Hooper. Malik Beasley, Walker Kessler, who I drafted in fantasy, but I cut. Um, he's been looking good. Man, like we I just know ball at a whole different level. Once again, I'm going to do this every week. I feel like every week I just give myself my flowers. But honestly, I'm going to garden out here. Like, I deserve all the flowers I could get. Um, And I I was telling y'all about the Jazz, man, once the season started. I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't have them 30 on my preseason power rankings. Yeah, I don't know if Cole who who saw this coming. They move the ball so well. It's like a team where, like, the ball is just, like, always moving. And it's not, like, one-star player. Reminds me of, like... I'm not going to say the Spurs because that's OD, but, like, the Hawks, uh, the LeBron Hawks, the ones that, like, LeBron just shit on, where it's just, like, a bunch of good players who know how to move the ball and know their roles. It's like uh, when you're on on a great team, you're at the wreck, your team won, like, four straight games, you're fire, you're not tired, you guys are killing teams, and then this, like... uh, this group of five old, fat, white dads come in. You know what I'm saying? Exactly like, what you're talking we about. Got I knew where you were going the second you you started. Like, all right, 
like this is gonna be a fifteen and zero, and they just oh, great D, great O. They score, they pass. Yeah, the Utah Jazz. I can't argue with you right now. They look elite right now. They're what ten and three, something like that. How long do you mm-hmm. think we can see this going? Any chance? You know, I think they're gonna be real. Like, I feel like people forgot because this hasn't happened in a while. But like. You look at, like, the Celtics with Isaiah Thomas. Like, they kind of popped up out of nowhere, and they were good. Um, I don't know if they were, like, real contenders, but they were a one seed. The Hawks were a one seed. Um, just, I think a team, like, this used to happen a lot more where teams would just kind of pop up and be good uh, mm-hmm. regular season teams, but you don't really trust them in the playoffs. I could see them being a good team. And it's crazy to say that the best team in basketball is ran by or the best team in basketball's best player is Larry Market and the weak freak. So, was that a little foreshadowing? I don't. I don't want a hard answer right now for our listeners. But what I just heard sounded like you have the Utah Jazz as number one in your power rankings. But I guess we'll Maybe get there. a little foreskinning. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there in about ten minutes, I suppose. My point number one, and um, this kind of, you ever like seen something in basketball and it kind of itches your brain? Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's so good when I kind of realize this, which. You might not like it. I know how much you love the Mavs. I know how much you love Luca. And trust me, I love Luca too. But it is going it is going to become painfully obvious sooner or later that the the ceiling of this Dallas Mavericks team is the same as the 2018 Rockets. They play the exact same way. And that kind of that kind of concerns me when you talk about like Why? getting a championship this year. Because I mean, is Luca playing better than James Harden was playing in 2018? But is Luka going to have to go against KD and the Warriors? He's going to have to go against teams better than him. They're the sixth seed right now. The Grizzlies are a better team than them. The Suns are a better team than them. But that KD Warriors team is so different because it's like, that's like a, that's something we're never going to see again. Like that's, the amount of talent on that team is so crazy. Like you put the two best teams in basketball together right now and they're going, like they'd probably beat that Warriors team, but it would probably be like six games. That 2018 Rockets team versus this year's Dallas Mavericks team, who do you think was a better team? Because I'm leaning I would, with Rockets. I'll say Rockets. I would take the Rockets, mm-hmm. but it would be like seven games. Or it would be six. If they went to the seven with the Warriors, I would take Rockets in six or five. But it's like it's like if the Rockets of that era were brought into this, like not era, but like this this year, you know? Right. And like one thing that really made me like make this one of my points and because, you know, it's pretty bold saying their ceiling is, you know, the ceiling of a team that almost could do it, but never really got there. And, you know, everybody wants Luca to win a ring. You know, if you're a Luca hater, if you're a Mavs hater, you're a weirdo. Like, get out of here. But you can't play better than James Harden played back in 2018, especially in those playoffs. You just can't like and if Luca can do the same thing or if, you know, Luca can do that. Like, can this team make the finals? Like, are they going to, like you said last, not even last week, last episode, like the Warriors, you know, the season ends today and the Warriors make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. They're three and six, three and seven right now, whatever. You know, they're defending champs and, you know, they know what it takes come playoff times. Like, I'll put the Warriors over them right now, not in power rankings, but just teams I would trust more than them in the playoffs. I got the, just in the West, I got the Warriors, the Suns, the Nuggets probably right now and the Grizzlies. I would put the Mavs around the same kind of play as the Portland Trailblazers. You know, they're led by that one, you know, big force on offense. And then we got some good, 
rotational pieces around him. But is that enough to win a ring? I don't think so. But saying this Mavericks team ceiling is the same as the 2018 Rockets. If you're in the same range as the Clippers are right now, I think you're in a good range. Um, the Clippers? You mean the Blazers? Clippers too, right? Unless the Clippers are under them. Uh, yeah, the Clippers are in the next one under them. Shit. But yeah, I think the Clippers like still could do it. I think the thing with the playoffs is a lot of it's on like coaching adjustments. Like I think that's such an underrated spot in basketball, especially the playoffs. Like regular season's one t- one thing, your players kind of just play. But once the playoffs hit, we've seen like Kerr make adjustments. We've seen Tyron Lue obviously make some big adjustments. Um, we've seen teams like the Lakers against the Suns fail to make adjustments or things like that where, like, a team just can't really figure out what the other team's doing. Utah did that against the Clippers, where Tyron mm-hmm. Lewis just switching things up every game, and Quinn Snyder didn't know what to do. Um, I just feel like that's really important when it comes to basketball, being able to adjust in the playoffs. And Mavericks coach is Jason Kidd, or no? Who's a Mavericks coach? Yeah, it's Jason Kidd. I just don't know if he's got it like that. Um, and I guess we'll, we'll see in the playoffs, but I think feel like last year I remember him doing stuff like that and I couldn't tell you what but they did have a great run right yeah no he did rotating uh like Kleber in and out um knowing when to play like Powell DFS oh, big Dinwiddie games. Dinwiddie yeah I mean kids are great playoff coach too so I think they'd be fine in the playoffs but it's just gonna matter on who's the best player on the court and who's the better coach have you seen how well Josh Green is shooting from threes? I actually have not. What's the percent on that? From three, he's shooting 58.8% this year. Yeah, and that's like similar to like what I do on a regular basis. So. Right, yeah, Shout that's why I brought it up because, you know, talking to you reminded me of it. So. Thank you for the, the flowers again, growing the garden. Yeah, um, your girl listens to My next show. point. Whoa, 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 whoa. No comment. Um. Next point, kind of, I don't want this to be a hater point. Can I get that out the way before you call me a hater? Because you're not going to like this point at all. Okay. Could you guess you're not gonna like what my- I could, could you guess what I'm about to say? Like, what would be like pushing the line of. No, you're definitely about to say something about LeBron. No, 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 no. Like, a player we both like a lot. Uh- a player we both like a, I, I don't know give me a team uh, I'm just going to say it. I, I feel like giving the team would give it away I think people are getting too high on Paolo oh, why? I know and this is my thing right this isn't a hater point Trevor can you let the people know where you're from Florida like born and raised I ain't never been north of the Mississippi, baby. Wait, the Mississippi goes. You know what? I'm from Florida, born and raised. The only, like, NBA games. My geographical team is the Orlando Magic. But I'm from Florida. Okay. So, right, every year, the first 20 games of the year, who's, like, one of the best teams in basketball and then they just end up in the lottery every year? Yeah, it, it's not every year, but it, there are a lot of years, especially when we had, like, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac. All that. I can't believe I just said we. But, um, yeah, the Magic would start off, like, uh, like 6-0, and you know, 7-2, and 10-3. and Like, we, they, shit, used to, used to really 
be kind of impressive at the beginning of the year. But it's a team. We're talking about Paolo. We're talking about the first overall pick. I think I would just wait till game 21 of the season to be high on them because they do this, I feel like, every year. And, like, I love Paolo. You know, I wanted Paolo on the Thunder. You know, Paolo is my number one guy. But that's crazy. It just, it's scary. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Orlando's not a good place to be. I still don't think so. I think, like, every year they do this where they're hype. Like, why are we hyping up Bull Bull right now? You know? Like, as much as I like Bull Bull, and I gave him flowers, the Magic do have these role players every year. Every year we have Bull Bull hype. Vucevic gets traded for packages, whatever, and we're hyping him up. Aaron Gordon. You know, I like Aaron Gordon, but he was, like, the number one player when they were, like, 10-0 randomly. It's just weird. I just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I can never prey on Markel Fultz's downfall. But it's just a scary... I Like, if I was a Magic fan, I would be scared. All right, my uh, point number two is crazy you actually said that because, like, what are the odds? Like, we both have conflicting points about the Orlando Magic, <laughs> like, in a show where there's only four points total. My point number two is that unless Chet Holmgren is all that he's cracked up to be when he gets back, the Orlando Magic have a brighter future than the Thunder. You're, like... I want to say retarded right now. Can I say retarded on the show? Yeah, I mean... you're That's a retarded point. Like, that is so stupid. Why? Because... What, have other, the, like, what has any... What have you seen from the Oklahoma City Thunder, really, besides, like, uh, Shea just going out and hooping every night and then Trey Mann playing good off the bench? That's more than what the Magic have. No. Because we yes. got a surgeons of Bobo who is playing good basketball. And when Chet comes back, when Chet comes back, are you, do you promise he's going to be better than Franz Wagner? You promise? I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Chet, if I'm being honest. You know, because that's one thing. But, that but, but don't say Bull Bull, bro. Bull Bull is just black Paku. No way. Bull Bull, no way. Bull Bull is way better. Bull Bull blocked uh, Luka. People don't tweet about Poku because, like, we've done the whole tweeting about Poku thing before, and it just looks stupid. Can you pull up Bull Bull's numbers? I have Paku's numbers out. Okay, I just want to say something about the Oklahoma City Thunder first. Poku sucks. Ludor, future G Leaguer, I'm sorry. Um, Ludor is a good basketball Like, he's a good role basketball player. Josh Giddy, no, I, Josh Giddy is better than I hated on him for. But the rest of his team, like Muscala, Basley, Jay Will, Jay Dub, Isaiah Joe, like, you know, I'm, I'm much more impressed with the surrounding pieces with uh, Orlando surrounding pieces around Paolo than I am with the surrounding pieces in Oklahoma City when they're surrounding Shea. Also, next five years, give me Paolo over Shea. So it's really all up to Chet when Chet comes back. You have a mental illness. If he's not, he's all cracked up to be. The Magic have a brighter future, and they'll be in the playoffs first. Listen, I think we have a brighter future, and we haven't even seen our number two pick play. So, like, I mean... Can you pull up Bull Bull's numbers, please? Sure. Let's let's play this game. Forgot your stats, nerd. Uh, what is it? What's Bull Bull's numbers? Yeah, in uh, a little under twenty-three minutes, eleven points on sixty-eight percent and seven rebounds. Okay, and twenty-three minutes. Paku is nine points, one block, one steal. Two assists, six rebounds. 
Let me get his defensive numbers. Because I know Bull Bull is top five in the NBA in blocks. 2.2 blocks and barely a steal. No, less so he just He just doesn't hoop. Like, they're like the same player. So, like, I don't know how you could hype up one no and way. not hype up the other. What is he shooting from the field? What percent? He takes threes, though, so it's different. He's not at okay. the rim. Okay, but what He's is He's shooting it? 40%, though. 40%? Yeah, Bull is 40, shooting 30. 68. Bull shoots he's three at the two, rim, he's got 44% shooting threes. But he, no, he's not shooting threes. He's he taking like two threes. Okay, but he can shoot threes. Listen to these Thunder stats from just yesterday's game. Paku, 17 and 10. Josh Giddy, 18 points, 15 rebounds, 6 Yeah, he assists. looked good yesterday. Shea, 40. Trey Mann, 21 and 6. Like we got, we got a nice depth. And Uzman Jang dropped a little twenty piece. And um, I forgot about the G League. Paku shot four for seven from three yesterday. Okay, and we okay. So and we all he does is bench, shoot threes. The, is that all he Bucks does? I don't ups. watch a lot of Oklahoma City Thunder games. Yeah, he's just a big white guy who could dribble and hit catch and th- shoot threes, which Bulls is like. Is- Bull's a good def- Bull's not a good defender, but he's a good rim protector. Poku is not good at anything on defense. Bull can dribble. Poku can't dribble. Bull is like a more. Poku can dribble player. way better than Bull Bull, bro. Don't do that. This isn't. It's not Oregon anymore, bro. There's a reason why Bull Bull was out the league for like four seasons. But we're so not talking, we're talking about right now. I definitely. So, so you'd rather have Poku over Bull, or no? I think they're like on the same level. That's all I'm saying. Think, I think Bull is. A lot better right now. Not a lot better, but he's better right now, and he has a lot higher ceiling. I think if you tweeted that, Thunder fans would ride for Poku, and I'm not about to do that. But I do think, like, both aren't, like, amazing players. It's sad to see, looking at these stats right now, how Darius Baisley has just fallen out of the Thunder's rotation. Yeah, he really didn't do anything last night, right? He had four minutes played. They almost won that game by himself. Well, no disrespect to Trey, man. 20. No disrespect to Poku, right? Bro, when, uh, no disrespect to Poku for sure. When, uh, Trey, man, and Shea are on the floor at the same time, that's a, that's a Hooper backcourt. It's like me and you. Facts. Um, did you have your point number two? Yeah, yeah, right? Magic one. That was quick. We're actually kind of on time. So let's, uh, let's move ahead and do these power rankings. Um, what do you want? Let's do. Uh, what do you want to do? Two at a time, starting from ten, counting backwards. Uh, yeah, let's do that. You go first. All right, my uh, my number ten after a disappointing loss last night, and really seven through ten was really hard for me. I got a lot of scratches, a lot of erase marks, but number ten, I actually bumped all the way down to number ten, the Dallas Mavericks, just because of you know that tough loss to Orlando last night. This list will change a lot over time, but um, they just haven't looked great since my last power ranking list last week. So uh, they bumped down to 10. I definitely couldn't keep them out of the top 10 the way that Luca's playing, but uh, I do want to see a little bit more out of that team. And my number nine, this was actually flip-flopped until the last minute, but a team who's 3-1 and one over the past week, and they're playing excellent with him. They're playing excellent without him, and that's Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. So I got the, them at number nine. I got my Hawks love in here, too. Hawks are my number 10. I wanted to put them higher, but I couldn't. I wanted to put them higher, but I kind of want to wait, too. Like, 
give a little bit more time, but I'm not waiting on this team. I got the Nets at number nine. Um, it kind of looks like they're getting their footing. I know they're five and seven, whatever, fuck it. But the Nets number nine, I would be scared to play this team if the season ended today in the playoffs still. You think Ben's your name's Jason Tatum? 100% healthy? I don't think he's... I think, like, that back thing is really fucking him up. Yeah. Because I still see him grab his back after every... Like, every layup, it feels like. And you know what? I I was watching the game yesterday against the Knicks. Like, that shit is real where he's on the fast break and he, like, hands the ball to KD. Because do you remember when Ben Simmons used to, like... You would look for Ben Simmons on the fast break. Yeah. And see what he could do with the ball, and he'll dunk on someone. Or no, he did someone. it with now, Joe Harris, too. Yeah. It's weird. Now it's like Ben Simmons is looking for everyone else on the break. That was Ben Simmons' whole thing. Be an elite playmaker, elite defender, and run the break. Mm-hmm. The half court, that's always where the question is. And I didn't want to see that jump from him this year because I just don't think it's his game anymore. And you know but what it is, or at least what he it He lost was the fast last break. Year, his last year in Philly, when he lost that, he was just getting fouled. He was just getting hacked, and he couldn't make free throws. He had one of his worst free throws of his career, worst free throw shooting seasons of his career, his last year in Philly. And that's when he started becoming more passive, blah, blah, blah. He was horrible at the free throw line. You can't you can't be horrible at the free throw line and, you know, not be a transition player. So, yeah. But um, I'll move into my number eight and seven. Number eight. No, no hate here. It's just I wanted to put him higher, but I can't put him any higher because all the teams in front of them are better. Number eight, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. And number seven, I have another team who's played well, better than expected without their star player. And that's the Portland Trail Blazers when they played with Love it. Team, they've looked good. So uh, that's my seven and eight right there. Seven, I got the Blazers. Eight, I got the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, question. Don't foreshadow too much. But do you have the Jazz on your list? Of course I do. Okay. Because you said earlier the Grizzlies were better. Um, what do you mean? Earlier you said you would take the Grizzlies over them. Like in the playoffs? Or is... is that what this is? I don't. I just kind of ranked the best teams, but yeah, mine's I didn't know what like you were saying the, 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 Like the hottest, the best teams right now. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but again, like if tough... we're talking about playoffs or like the games being played tonight, Grizzlies, Jazz, yeah, give me the Grizz. I'm waiting for the Jazz to Wait, fall they play off every single night. Don't even say that. That's my team. That's America's team. My ex-girlfriend's name is Chaz, so, you know. It's a tough scene, honestly. Yeah. Every oh. time it's here. I won't even say their name then when they come up, but my number Just eight. Utah, the, what was it, Washington football team? The Utah basketball Just team? Just call them America's team. No. Actually. Why? All right, all right. The Utah basketball team. I'll start saying that. America's who's your, uh, team. Who's your next two? Uh, my eight is the Dallas Mavericks. My seven is the Cleveland Cavaliers. I hate that. Uh, Still not too low. Yeah. I love Donovan Mitchell. Um, I think that team's really good. Good enough to be the seventh best team in basketball. I know what happened. I know what happened. I know why you hate the uh, Cavs. Why? When we had Alex on and you guys got into that, like, actual, like, aggressive what? fight about Darius Garland. <laughs> But my thing is, like, I still think Donovan Mitchell's the better guard, and I like Donovan Mitchell, but it's just... Donovan okay. Mitchell really might good. around and be all NBA first team this year. I think he would be. Um, he's better than stupid-ass Devin Booker. Um, and I like Mobley. I like Jared Allen. 
Garland, like, you know, he's not my favorite. I still think he's overrated, but he is a good basketball player. But they're good. There's six teams better than them. All right. I can respect it. At least they're moving up. Is it my turn? Yeah. All right. Number six and number five, Dort's two teams. Number six, I got the Denver Nuggets, who started off slow, and I was really happy. Jokic looked bad. Um, Murray looked bad. Um, MPJ looked bad, and I was happy. But they've played well over the past week, so they moved up to one spot out of my top five. And at number five, I got the Utah Jazz, who the only thing they're lacking to be higher is just firepower, really. Like, you know, when it, when it comes time hard. to, like, yeah, when it comes time to play and, like, it gets, like, a close game or it's playoffs time, whatever the case may be, like, you got to have a dog. And, like... But you don't you that. don't think Laurie's a dog? You don't no. think Jordan Clarkson's a dog? Bro, if, like, okay, we all know we have, you know, the, the Milwaukee Bucks at, you know, number one or number two in our power rankings. If the Jazz had to play the Bucks, bro, Larry's not doing anything. I don't know. I think Larry's we'll a dog. Next time they play. I think... I think Laurie plus Jordan Clarkson equals one, like, dog. You know, they still got Sexton. Um, Malik Beasley's look good. Sexton's a dog for other reasons. (laughs) Like, Sexton's not like a... (laughs) He's just a dog. dog. He's just, like, he's just been a dog, yeah. He's like a pit bull. Yeah. But, yeah, so Um, I got the Jazz at five and the Denver Nuggets at six. Are you proud of me that Nuggets aren't on my list? Really? They, you don't have the Nets I don't on yours, blame right? you for not putting them on your list. This was just like because this was mostly influenced by like the last week, but like since this is our first power ranking on the show, like this could be our like for one for the first like ten games of the season or whatever. And I don't hate that. They're good, but they haven't been. They've been bad more than they've been good this year, so I don't hate that they're not on your list. And I guess the same could be said for the Nets, but the Nets just feel like hotter, you know? Yeah. Um, my six, I got your Grizzlies. And my five, I got the Celtics. The Celtics at five? I got the Celtics at five. Wow. I just, I still think they're kind of overrated. Do you Um, believe in their defense at least or no? I believe in their defense and that's kind of it. Like that's good. It's kind of Tatum. And then like, who else can you really trust on offense? We've seen Jalen Brown have like six point games before. Uh, I like Brogdon. Brogdon's look good this year, like, as a backup point guard. Mm. It's just, I don't know. If you're, like, relying on Brogdon and Tatum to run your offense, it's kind of kind of weird. Other than Tatum, obviously. But, like, you look at some of the teams ahead of them, and they've got just real names running their offense. Okay, I'll get to my Celtics talk when I get there. Not getting there anytime soon, but I'll go ahead with my number four. Let's just do our number fours and then do our one, two, threes, because I think me and you have very different one, two, and threes. Okay. Uh, my number four is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, just as much as I've loved them all off season, this is exactly what I expected from them. You know, I'm not going to go out here and say they're the best team in the East because I have two teams in the East higher than them. Um, but I, if, they, if they're a three seed, if they're a two seed, I wouldn't be surprised at all as long as this team stays healthy. The sky's the limit, and they will continue to be contenders. Right now, they're number four in my power rankings. Who's your number four? Um, my number four is the Portland Trailblazers. Wow. Uh, I believe in them. We've seen them either win or be in close games without Dame. 
Uh, and then Dame coming back obviously boosts them a lot. I think Dame is making a through the first what 10 15 games of the year. If you don't consider Luca a point guard, Dame has probably been the best point guard in basketball or jaw. But I think again, I think how you feel about the Blazers is how I feel about the Cavaliers. I think the difference though is the Cavaliers. It's easier to argue for because I feel like they have no more names. I feel like the Blazers play better basketball. I feel like people just don't watch Blazers games, to be honest, because there's no reason people, you know, I mean, this is not a diss to guys like Jordan Poole, Tyler Hero, Tyrese Maxey, because those three guys are, you know, they're certified. They're hoopers. They're going to be in the NBA a while. But so is Anthony Simons. Like, I feel like he should be oh a little my in that conversation a little more. And just still, nobody's talking about him. I don't know if people don't watch Blazers games or what it is, but Anthony Simons, is he's certified. He's going to be in the league for a while. He's a young, I gotta f- very effective player. What- there was one game I was watching. I think it was against Miami. And this dude, Anthony Simons, like, dragged them back into this game. He hit, like, four straight threes to end the game. Like, it's just... I think I would take Maxi to be my like second option, but mm-hmm. if I needed a guy, I think I would take Anthony Simons. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I do think that it's not the craziest thing to say because although I'm a fan, I'm a realist. Tyrese Maxi, you know, he's only really blossomed in the NBA right now. His his scoring and you know slashing stuff like that. He's not been as complete as Anthony Simons has been. You know, Maxie's obviously the better scorer. I'll take Maxie scoring every day of the week, but I think Simons is a more complete player, and I think he's a little bit younger. Not that they're not both extremely young, but you can't go wrong with either, but they should definitely be in the same conversation for those guys I named earlier. I agree, and I think both of them are better than Jordan Poole. We can hail uh, the Warriors whenever you want. Whenever we get there. Um, and it was against the Grizzlies where Anthony Simons put up 31 and 8. And he hit four threes, but I think they were all in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Just a dog. Um, My number th- – or did you say you're four? I said four, Cleveland. yeah. My three is the Suns. Um, I don't have the Warriors on my list. You have the uh, Suns at three? Yeah, I got them at three. Uh, They've looked good. They've had ugly losses like to the – the Blazers. Um, and I don't know. I just like, after what we've seen the last two years, it's easy to say they're the best regular season team in basketball. And I don't like doing like the easy thing. Um, they disappoint every year. And I'm not about to give in and start riding them like I did last year. And it just bite me in the ass. So give me the Suns at three until they're like levels better than the teams ahead of them. I'm not going to move on. Up. Okay. Um, my number three is, it's really hard to make this metaphor because unless you understand exactly what I'm saying, it's probably not going to make sense. But just philosophy-wise and team-wise, the way it's structured, set up, and everything, these are the modern-day San Antonio Spurs. Greg, the, the, you know what I'm talking about, those Spurs. The Tim Duncan, the Tony Parker, the Manu, the Boris Diaz. The young Kawhis, you know, the Danny Greens. This is the modern-day San Antonio Spurs. I'm going to give you one guess. You know who I'm talking about. 
I'm trying to think of the teams you've said and what you haven't said. I know it's not the Bucks. It's not. Um, it's the Celtics. It is not the Celtics. It's the Phoenix Suns. Everything you just said, I'm saying it too. I agree. You can't with do you. that shit. That's not fair. You can't tell me to guess. And it's. <laughs> I know, but um, yeah, you obviously can't make that uh that connection there and leave out like all the the Spurs championships and everything they went through when they were a dynasty because they surely were. But uh, just system-wise, just the way the team has been structured, and it really looks like a unit when it's flowing out there. It looks like a well-oiled machine. So, yeah, I got the Suns at three. Number two, I got the Boston Celtics. And number one, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. What does your three look like? Uh, my three, the Suns, two, the Bucks, and my number one, Dory. I got America's team. God bless this country. The first team to 10 wins. They're playing the best. I'm not, like, fucking trolling here either. When you look at all the teams in basketball right now, if every team was playing a game, I would probably watch the Jazz game. They're playing the best form of basketball right now. Laurie Markkinen is the best player on the best team in basketball. I'm going to keep riding You did this shit last year. And until they jump Paul off the horse. going to win MVP. I'm a keeper. I, I'm not saying he's gonna win MVP. I never said I know, that. But look what happened when you started thinking like this last year. You see the things you said. Fuck it. You know. <laughs> you know. Honestly, yes, I'm saying. I I'm saying what I believe. Even, I forgot you hadn't said the jazz yet. When you started, you know, briefing it and like trying not to piss me off, like making excuses for your number one, I was like, this motherfucker is about to say the Warriors, and I'm gonna lose my mind, bro. Oh, no, no I don't, give me I America's mean, team. You know, I'm going to give some uh, Utah basketball team hate. You know, I'm, I'm going to be their hater from the under the bleachers. I'm not going to be out here, you know, shitting on them every week. That's not cool to do shit on people that are below me. I'm better than Utah basketball. Wow. team. But um, but yeah, we got our we got our bleacher under the bleacher hater. And then we got our fan here. You got him at number one. I'm going to go ahead and read my one through ten and then you can do yours. Uh, my number one, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. Two, the Boston Celtics. Number three, the modern-day San Antonio Spurs, the Phoenix Suns. Number four, contenders, 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 Cleveland Cavaliers. Number five, the Utah Jazz. Fuck. Number five, the Utah basketball team. Number six, the Denver Nuggets. Number seven, the Portland Trailblazers. Eight, Memphis Grizzlies. Number nine, my Atlanta Hawks. And number 10, the Dallas Luka Doncic's. My number one is God bless this damn country, Utah Jazz. Number two, I got Stillwalkie. Uh, number three, Phoenix. Four, Portland. Five, Boston. Six, Grizz. Seven, Cav. Eight, Mav. Nine, Net. Ten, Ha. And was who Hawks? Yeah, Ka-ka. awesome, awesome. Uh, send me your list so I can make a little graphic. I will do that. I'll do that for you. Well, um, we finished our power rankings. Without further ado, it is time for the best NBA segment in the world, the Dort Report. Not a lot of news from last time to this time. Um, LeBron tweeted about the Kyrie situation. I don't know if we should keep talking about it, but I just thought that was interesting. 
I, I did see that. that. And honestly, now that uh, verification checks are being sold, I didn't think it was real because he said IMO. I, I, I was like, there's no way LeBron knows what IMO means. But apparently, even bigger news, LeBron knows what IMO means. So For real. Yeah. For real. And they're saying Ime Yudoka could get a job as soon as this year, which is also like something we probably shouldn't speak on. So let's get into the fun segments. Um, Could have got ourselves in a lot of trouble last week. So we're just going to keep it quiet this week. Um, First off, we got Pick'em. Game one for tomorrow is going to be the Cavaliers versus the Warriors. My team Ooh. versus your team. Give me the Cavs. So Come on, you got to take the Warriors. Do it. Do do the right thing. I will. Go. I will. Right. And then we got Lakers versus Kings. I feel like I do the Lakers every week, but fuck it. Give me the Kings, bro. Give me the Kings, too. Actually, give me the Lakers. Um, all right, best put it up then. Um, and then my prize picks stat, whatever, over under pick, more or less. Uh, we're rolling with Deion Fox. I'm setting the line at 24 and a half. You guys will have his real line at home. Point. Um, when the graphic comes out, 24 and a half points. You taking that over or under? Banging that over. I would bang that over too. So 25 and a half. Yeah, but over or under. Five and a half. I was gonna say. Uh, I'll still go over, but I think it's a better line. 26. 26 and a half? Yeah. Over. Fuck it. Okay. I'm going to take the under there. I was I would have taken the under at 25, Um, but I get a little bit out of you, so fuck it. I like it. 26 and a half. You got over. I got under. Um, That's it for Pick'em. Team of the week. I want to do something different this week. We have a new... New way to do pick them this week, Trevor. And I'm kind of throwing you on the spot. But this one's not going to take 30 minutes out the episode. All right, good. Because we're playing with the fans now. What? Oh. <laughs> I figured, like, you maybe shouldn't know the right answers, you know? And you could find out with them next week. So, okay, so what do I have, like 20 seconds to pick? No, no, no. You get one guess. I'm going to give you the stat. You get one guess. At the end, I'll tell you how many you got right and how many you got wrong, but I won't say what's right and what's wrong. Okay, but do me a favor. If this is, if it's some, like, nasty bench player that got, like, 17 points or something and he played, like, he doesn't play, just, like, let me know. It might be a, a hard one. All right. I will definitely not do that. Um, All right. <laughs> point guard. Point guard. This usually backup point guard got the start and finished with 36 points and 12 assists. Normally a backup? I feel like this would have been this should have been better news. Was it John Wall? I can't say. Okay. Um, This player had a legendary 30-point streak that was broken the day after Beerly Hoops tweeted about it. Luka Doncic. The Beerly curse. Can't say. You know? I'm just doing my job. Right. This Nets forward was plus 44 on Wednesday. Nets forward was plus 44. Um, dude, if they still have tar- if the Nets, let me think about their roster. Um, this was, okay, can you say that again? He was this Nets forward. forward was p- plus 44 on Wednesday. Jeez. Okay, let me think about that roster. The safe pick. You better not be cheated, bro. 
No, I'm just thinking about the roster. I'm going to say Yuta. I've seen some good things about Yuta, and I know he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league right now, so I feel like that's a safe pick. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, that is so wrong. Plus four. Do you, you know what plus minus is, right? Yeah, when they were on the court. So how the fuck would he be playing enough minutes for them to be plus 44? Can I uh, change my pick? Nah, 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 nah. This rookie had back-to-back 30-point games this week. Benedict Matherin. Did he do that too? Shit. Forward. Oh. Jabari Smith. You're crazy. Um, And then the center, this player had 37 points, 12 rebounds, and 3 blocks this week in a game. 37 points, 12 rebounds, and what? And three blocks. That's all I get? That's all you get. Okay. I'm going to need a second. He's probably an all-star if he's doing stuff like that. Yeah, it could be. 37. No, no, I remember this. The Lego boy, Miles Turner. <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell you right that now. Was at the beginning of the week, right? I yeah. know, I know I got one wrong. I know, I know Paolo had... 30 back-to-back. You you went two for five. Shit. That's, a, that's it. Um, who, the, who is the backup? Wait, don't tell I'll, me. Just I'll, give me some hints because that's I'll really... tell you after. I'll tell you after the show. Okay, that's... Yeah. Don't want to spoil it. Um, And that wraps it up, man. I think that's it for the podcast this week. That All is right. it. Another, uh, another short one for you. We're not bisexual this week. You know, if we're not Let's bi-weekly, go. we're bisexual. Make sure to follow us on Twitter if you haven't. At Beerly Hoops, at Beerly Sports. We'll see you guys Monday night. Um, maybe Monday night, maybe Tuesday afternoon. We'll see. We got a flex show at the first half of the week. But thanks for listening. See you next week. See you the beard. Beer.